live from the Potagol Casino in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada, only 11 miles from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. It's the JNO Podcast! Now, please welcome to the stage, Jason Jacob and Joshua Ankara! Oh, this is you. for you guys. This is for you guys. Oh, oh wow, Josh. Can this you believe is it? Unreal. Wow. I mean, we've done three weeks of these shows every single day, and I'm still not used to this. The reception is amazing. Check my arms, Josh. Oh, my. Goosebumps everywhere. Goosebumps city. You know what? This this has been the greatest experience of my life. And it's all thanks to you guys. So, guys, give yourselves a round of applause. You deserve it. I mean, we had, well, last year we did our UK tour, which was phenomenal. The reception mm-hmm. we got was unbelievable. They made us feel like we were right at home. I mean, we didn't want to leave. Then we heard about the opportunity to do a three-week residency here in Las Vegas, Nevada, the entertainment capital of the world. Of course we weren't going to say no. Well, yeah. We said, hell yeah, we're going. And you guys have made this experience so great. Thanks again, guys. And we got a great, great, great show for you. There's one guy I think we should bring up here, though, Josh. He's not gonna. He's gonna be. He's gonna be mad. Yeah. He doesn't like. He doesn't like this kind of attention. He's not that kind of guy. No, he's not that kind of guy. But he's one of the coolest guys that I've ever met. So cool that we were talking the other day, saying, you know, we kind of like want to come up with a nickname for this guy. Like, what? Would, like, if this guy had a nickname, what would it be? Yeah, we were thinking Johnny Cool. Johnny Rad. Johnny Bad, but then we're like, he's not bad as in the bad guy, but you know how sometimes bad can be cool. Yeah, bad can sometimes be cool or good. Yeah. But none of those names really fit him. And then we Mm. came up with the perfect, we just got rid of the Johnny, his first name, and we just called him Suave. So Suavino, Johnny Suavino, I see you over there. Everybody in the audience, I wanted to take a second. You probably recognize this man. He's right over there. Everything you see around you, he made this all possible. He owns this place and he runs it. I mean, he he could he could kick back and just sit get fat off of oh, you know yeah. residual checks or something, but he's here every day busting his butt to give you guys the best talent, the best performers, the best food, the best accommodations, the, the best of everything. So Johnny Suavino, come on, get up on the stage here. Suave. Get your butt up here, boy. I told you I wasn't gonna like this. I don't like this. I don't like this kind of attention, you know. I know you don't, Johnny. But come on, man. What is your secret? How did you become the coolest man on the planet? Oh, come on! You embarrass me with that. Come on. I mean, I mean, I just, I, I came to. I love Las Vegas. I came here as a as a boy, and uh, I knew that when I grew up, I said this is where I gotta be. And um, if you look around you at the Powder Gold Casino, we got the most beautiful waitresses. My daughter Emily, she just she started working as a waitress here just last week. Yeah, I'm not gonna say your daughter Emily's gorgeous, which she is, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, since I like you, I'm not even gonna give you a crack. You know what I mean? But no, I mean, we got the most beautiful women. Okay. Uh, everybody, anybody in your room, you got the. I mean, top of the line across the board. That's one of those things. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mister Suave. But me and Josh were commenting the hotel room you guys booked us in, two full size beds, uh, a jacuzzi. Those, like that memory foam thing on top of the mattress. That's class. I want to make sure everybody's comfortable and enjoying themselves. You know, we got people here, I like a lot of these people on vacation. 
you know, I want them to understand, like, we want to give you the five-star experience. Even though we're rated one and a half star, we give you the five-star experience across the board. The one bad thing about those beds, we never want to leave them. No, I'm not going to be able to sleep, Johnny. I mean, I like what I hear. I, I mean, I was going to ask you this in private, but what can I what, what here? What, what amount of money? Let me get my checkbook out. What do I do so I can buy that bed off of you and ship it to my house? It's unbelievable. It ruins all beds for us going forward. I mean, you'll never find a more soft, plush mattress with that kind of topper on it. And let me tell you one other thing that I found out. Take you get that kind of bed. You get a woman in it. They'll thank you for it, too. You know what I mean? They'll never want to leave. Get heck. You won't either, you know? Johnny. Johnny. Oh, my gosh, Johnny. Oh, gosh. Melissa, we might be coming back to the pot of gold casino just to get on these beds. You're never going to want to leave, babe. And another thing, I, I and, and we're not getting paid for this, guys. We're not, we don't have any, you know. No, no, no sort no. of agreement that we're going to plug the casino. But our experience this here. has been just incredible. And I got to bring up the pot of gold buffet. It is incredible. It, it, it's it's going to ruin all other buffets for me in the future. I mean, you, this is top of the line food. Yeah. Great service. I mean, just so, so good. Well, you come to Vegas and you, what you hear about from people um, who, you know, who come here religiously. I mean, what you hear is people, sometimes, they come for the buffets. The buffet, they're that good. And the, I mean, I've eaten... I haven't eaten any of the other ones, but I mean, I ate here and like, I mean, it was really good. It's really good. They got a great salad bar, great cereal bar, uh, all the kinds of soft drinks you could ever imagine. RC Cola. Uh, what else did they have, Joshua? It was really good, which you really, really enjoyed. I loved, I mean, and this is the thing. I don't like sauerkraut. Their sauerkraut here. I'll eat, I'd eat that every day if I could. Yeah, I didn't. I thought you were allergic to sauerkraut because I'd never seen it on your plate. It's one of my favorite dishes. And here, when you... You pile that thing up. That's all you've been eating, pretty much. I think I emptied the steam tray at one point, to be honest with you. I mean, this the food is so good. And, and Johnny, like, what? Like, where did you, how did you put this place together? How did this come to be? Well, you know, the thing about the food is, um, you know, my chef, wonderful chef. I mean, he's not, he's not going to be a guy you've ever heard of, but, I mean, he's he worked at a lot of other places before. Um, he was at Bob Evans for a little, bit of, a little bit of time. And he came here. He brought a lot of that knowledge. He was there for 25 years. He came over here. He brought all that knowledge with him. He didn't bring the recipes. I said, I want you to come up with your own recipes. I trust you. That's how much faith I have in this man. And he came here. He knocked it absolutely out of the park. And that's the thing. You come to the Potagul Casino. We're going to give you, we're going to make sure you get fed. All right. You go to these other places. They're trying to charge you 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, $100 plus of a buffet. Come to the Potagul Casino. We got $4.99 steak all day, every day. Steak. So come to the Gopalagul Casino and bring your appetite. And we did, Johnny. We did. We did. That's one thing I know Melissa isn't going to like, is you put on probably about 15 pounds. And, yeah. And I know yeah. I put on probably about 20. So Holly's not going to be too happy about yeah. that for me either. Hey, Johnny, uh, would you mind if we asked your, uh, your guy how he makes that sauerkraut, though? We got to have that recipe. We can't put that on the podcast, all right? But you can ask him in private, okay? Maybe he'll tell you a little something. God, thank you so much, wow. Johnny. Guys, give this guy a round of applause. Johnny, this is why you guys are having the greatest stay of your life, and you guys are just enjoying life and your vacations because of Johnny Suavino, and as we like to call him, Suave. Suave. I mean, to, to think, like, we started, like, two, you know, few guys, 
little podcast recording, you know, in our, I mean, I know I recorded in my basement. I don't know where you go, but now we, we got Vegas connections now, man. I mean, that's, it's out of control. Yeah. I was, I was honestly recording on a TV tray in a living room not too long ago. And to think, yeah, we're here, Vegas, pot of gold casino. Yeah. And we owe that wow. to not just everybody in this room. You guys have made this stay just unbelievable. But everybody listening, everybody who's going to be listening to this podcast, what you guys have done for us, I, we can't even put into words. I mean, you're the reason we get to do what we love for a living. And you're the reason that we're sharing the stage right now with so many, we're so many just legendary people that performed before us. Um, I mean, just to name a few, I mean, there was uh, Gay Newton, who oh. is the world's best gay Wayne Newton impersonator. I caught him, like I caught his act last week. If you close your eyes, you would swear you're listening to Mr. Las Vegas himself. Yeah, it sounds just like Wayne Newton with a lisp. He is incredible. It's that good, Josh. You came back uh, to the hotel uh, room that night, and you your heart was still pounding. You were like, "Jay, you got to go check Gay Newton out. This guy is incredible." You you couldn't get to sleep. No, I you couldn't so stop excited. singing Donka Chain. I just couldn't stop. It was just I. It's still in my head. That's how good this guy is. So if you guys get a chance to check out Gay Newton, make sure you check him out. Guys got to check out Gay Newton. Another guy who performed here who's pretty damn popular. If you're coming to Vegas, everybody wants to see him is Carrot Head. He's a Carrot Top impersonator. He is incredible. His He brings out the craziest stuff like uh these props yeah the props yeah. it's the funniest thing you'll ever see in your life and he's got this big head of orange hair it's it's awesome yeah i mean i think it's a big orange like wig but it's still it still looks really it's it just fits his act he's so funny and i met him um was lucky enough to meet him um in like in the green room backstage where you know the talent is lucky enough to kind of hobnob with each other and just the nicest guy the nicest guy and he's just as i mean he does returns off i mean i was oh, cracking no. up talking to the guy and again you're not going to find a better get carrot head impersonator than uh or carrot top impersonator than carrot head no I mean, he, it's, he, it's impossible he's got i mean uh, this isn't not safe for work stuff here guys so maybe turn this one off or if you got kids in the room he took this thing out and he acted like it was his penis. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was, that was fun. I mean, oh, he went on with the goodness. joke for about 20 minutes. It was hilarious. Um, but you guys got to check out Carrot Head, and we might have him on the JNO podcast soon as a guest. Oh, yeah, he told he said, get in touch. We have his contact information, so I, we would love to bring that to you guys. Um, but like we said, if you're in Vegas, check any of these people out. And the next guy that we're going to bring up, actually, I mean, I can't believe it. There's no better way, honestly, for me... My favorite comedian, and I consider myself a very astute critic of uh, stand-up comedy. You watch him all the time on Netflix, all those comedy specials. Right, and this guy is, and I couldn't believe when I found out, not only is he going to be performing here, but when he agreed to actually come up and do some of his act for us, I was over the moon. Um, and this guy is just incredible. There's no better way to send us off on our last day here in Vegas than bringing up the great Lars, oh, dude. Lars Fuscalo. Lars Fuscalo, guys, he's been doing this for, he's had a 15-year residency. 15 years and in Las Vegas. It doesn't get bigger than this guy. And this guy's always evolving with his act, so you guys are going to love this guy. Again, the great Lars, Lars Fuscalo! Thanks for that nice intro, guys. How are everybody doing out there tonight? All right. I think some of you might be dead from that reception. Come on, let's try that again. How's everybody doing out there tonight? All right, that's better. All right, so what do you, uh, 
what's going on out there today? I mean, I sometimes I don't even want to turn the TV on because everything you just see, it's about our president and people trying to criticize and people trying to tear him down. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, what happened to that other guy? You know, they're talking about impeaching Trump, right? But what about the guy that they should have impeached? You remember Bill Clinton? Like this guy, this is a guy who's getting oral sex in the Oval Office. I mean, they actually had to really, they had to rename the thing the Oral Office. Could you believe it? I mean, it was insane. And, and, and But this guy, he's still allowed to be our president. We're supposed to salute this guy? We're supposed to take a bullet for this guy? I don't think so. And it never fails. Anywhere I go, people always coming up to me saying, Lars, why are you talking about this guy still? That, that was our commander-in-chief. And, I'm, and I tell him, I correct him, I say, you mean commander-in-cheeks? Because he was between Monica Lewinsky's cheeks. Both sets of cheeks. The ones on her face, the ones on her bum. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, it was funny because I actually ran into Bill Clinton. One day I was at the CVS pharmacy, just down the block from here. I had to pick up a couple things, a couple of toiletries. And uh, I'm standing in line, I'm buying a toothbrush. And Mr. President says to me and goes, Lars, Lars Foscalo, I really love your act. You're really great. And I, you know, like, I, I know you've been poking fun at me. It's all in good fun, though. And I just want to tell you, and I'm looking at what you got there, and I want you to know that's my favorite kind of toothbrush. And I said, Mr. President, what are you talking about? This it's just a it's just a regular toothbrush, you know? I mean, what do you like soft bristles? That's what I use. I use soft bristles. I gotta keep my teeth clean for my stand-up back, you know, because I'm 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 a public figure. I gotta talk to people. He said, No, Lars, look a little bit closer, Lars. And look at him, I'm looking around, I don't understand, I don't understand. I don't like, I'm looking, I'm, I, I don't know, you like it's blue? I like the, you like the color blue? Is that what you're talking about? You know, Lars, look at the brand name on that toothbrush. <laughs> okay, Mr. President, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I was like, I think it's a Colgate toothbrush. I looked down, Oral-B, it's an Oral-B toothbrush. I guess I shouldn't have been surprised that that's Bill Clinton's favorite kind of toothbrush. Huh? All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks for checking me out. Make sure to come back. I'll be here again tonight, 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30, and 10 o'clock. Come back. Check out Lars Me, Lars Fascalo. Oh. Oh, you believe he met the president? Oh, my Thank you, Lars, for almost giving me uh, a heart attack. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. That was good, guys. He met Bill Cl Can you believe that? Oh, Bill my Clinton God. Said Did you hear about the toothbrush? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lars. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm crying right now. <laughs> you oh, literally, you're literally crying. I'm literally crying. I think the whole audience is crying, huh, guys? Give another round of sound. Round of applause. For the great Lars, Lars Foscalo. I actually had one correction on that, guys. I'm not actually doing the 10 o'clock show tonight. So tonight it's only 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock, and 9.30. So come back and see me, Lars, Lars Foscalo. Oh, my Thank God. you. Thank you, <laughs> Lars. Lars. 
Holy, oh holy macaroni. That was good. That's good. Now, I mean, you hear like you hear about people who do acts and like people that are successful in yeah. this business for so many years. And a lot of times, you know, you don't really understand why. But if you watch Lars I and mean, just from that alone, it makes complete sense. I understand how Lars is able to, you know, make some coin in this business and be relevant after all this time. He's it, that good. He is that good. And it makes sense why he was on Star Search. He didn't win. But he was on Star Search. Yeah, but I, and I think that was the biggest screw job I've ever seen on oh, Star of Search. Course. It's all politics. Mm, which Lars, trust me, I've talked to this guy. He ain't going to play by anybody's rules. He's going to say whatever the heck he wants. Whatever the hell he wants. Thank you again, Lars. All right, guys, we got we got to move on to the next thing because we could talk about Lars all day. But we want to get some of the audience members participating. You guys got any questions for us? You over there, sir. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Uh, your podcast, my favorite. Uh, I don't want to know why you decide to come to Vegas. That is a good a question. question. Very good it's question. A great question. Um, I mean, personally, for me, um, we came to Vegas. I, I think it's you're not. No one's going to take you seriously. You're never. You, you don't get bigger than Vegas. No. You know, you go from undesirable to undeniable. When you come to Las Vegas, and I think this for us was really just us just proving to ourselves, like, we have a great show. We've got great fans. Let's just, let's pull out all the stops and just put on a hell of a show that's going to get noticed. Josh, that's exactly it. We discussed it, and when we were saying, we got to do something big for our 20th episode. We got to do something bigger than big. What's bigger than big? Vegas, baby. And you know, they always say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. JNO Podcast is throwing that out the window. We want you guys all to hear this. So we're doing our biggest podcast ever in the city that never sleeps. I think that's New York. But it is the the entertainment capital of the world. And we're here to entertain you guys. Not only you people here in person in the audience tonight, but everybody listening. And the JNO Podcast... We're not stopping. We're not slowing down. This is our 20th episode. Some people said we were never going to make it to our 20th episode. And we're proving those people wrong. Yeah, they that's they say that is one of the hardest things to do in this world is get up to 20 episodes on a podcast. We're knocking out of the park. We already got episode 21 planned, guys. We ain't stopping. And we're just going to keep this momentum rolling. And we had to take it through Vegas, baby. Oh, absolutely. And then we were talking from a budget perspective, too, because, you know, believe it or not, you know, we don't have... You know, we don't have, you know, big, big money to work with. And we talked to Johnny again, Johnny Suavino. I mean, he was just so good to us. He really took care of us, as I know he does with all the performers that walk through Johnny's doors. And he we worked out, you know, the rates going with him. We worked out, you know, our accommodations and everything. And Johnny couldn't have been better. Anybody who's out there who's a performer, again, look up the pot of gold, work with Johnny Suavino and he'll he'll make you a star, which is what he's you know, I think he's done for us. He definitely has. Thank you again, Johnny Suavino, or as we like to call you, Suave. All right, uh, right over there. Hey, yeah, y'all, it's real good. See you guys. I always listen to you when I'm driving my rig. I drive my rig from Georgia over on down to uh, over to Wyoming. That's my that's the route that I do. That's the route seventy seven. And I'm always listening to you guys again. I appreciate you. Funny as hell. Is I go back and I was listening to a lot of the older episodes recently. 
And I'm wondering, when, am I, when are we going to be hearing from uh, Nick and Dave again? It seems like them guys haven't been on the show for a long time. And I mean, I love you guys. I ain't saying nothing bad about you guys, but I just love it the way that you guys, when you're all together, how you guys can, you know, how you guys play off each other. And I just, I just, I love them guys. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I know all that stuff is going on with Nick and I'm worried about him. And just wanted to see what was going on with that. Uh, Josh, I don't even know if we're allowed to comment on this. Uh, we can't say much. That is a, I mean, it's a great question. It's one that, we're pretty much getting asked in every interview, um, which is a lot. And um, all we can really say is we're working on it. Um, we can't be real specific right now, but um, with Dave, um, it, it's more it's more when Dave wants to come back. I mean, the door is open. Um, as far as Nick, there's a lot of legalities and a lot of, you know, kind of that mumbo jumbo legal talk that I'm not going to bore you with here. Um, but it's not as easy, unfortunately. I mean, as you guys probably know, um, there was a lot of ugliness there, and we're working on it. But we can't, we can't really go any further than that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think me, uh, I don't know if I can speak for you, Josh. We just want uh, Dave and Nick uh, to know we love you guys. Yeah. Uh, open arms, and uh, yeah. Uh, so, Josh, we have another guest. Uh... Really, uh, this is pretty exciting for us. Yeah, and I, um, I, I still don't know what's at you know, because I mean, I mean, we talked about guys earlier who are just who are amazing impersonators. You know, Gay Newton, Carrothead. This guy, I don't, I, I, I get the sense that this guy is the real deal. He's. You think so? Huh? I don't think he's an impersonator. I don't think anybody is that good. Like, have you have you heard this guy sing? If you listen to this guy sing, you listen to him talk. Yeah, you listen. You see how he shakes his hips. Hmm. I, <laughs> I don't think that can be taught. No, definitely couldn't teach that. Well, let's get him on stage, Mr. Elvis Presley. Doing pretty good, Mr. Presley. Sure enough, sure enough, Seaborn. I was gonna, if you guys don't mind, I was gonna play you a little song. We would absolutely adore that. Uh, guys, uh, give a round of applause for Mr. Elvis Presley. So, you all might be a little familiar with this one. It's from my first movie I made called Lumber Tender. This is the title song from that film. Love me tender. Love me sweet. Never let me go You have made my life complete And I love you so I love each and every one of you Love me tender Love me true All my dreams fulfill For my darling I love you, especially you. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Elvis! It's Elvis! Oh my god! Oh my god! And I always will. Thank you very much, everybody. Invitation to the Pentagon. Wow. Oh my God, that was amazing! That's Elvis Presley. Oh, there's no doubt. What? What? What do we do? What do we got? 
Oh, so we were, we were meeting Elvis. What are we gonna? What are we gonna ask him, uh, Mr. Presley? Um, if you wouldn't mind taking a seat, um, we would like to ask you a couple questions. No, that's fine, boys. Thank you for much. Okay, uh, Mr. Presley, it, it, it seems like you're always performing. Uh, how many shows do you do a day? You know, being a performer in Las Vegas, there's a lot of demands to perform you know, many times a day. And right now I'm doing about five or six shows a day here at the Pot of Gold. Thank you to Mr. John Suavino for keeping me in business. Five or six, six a day. That's when you sleep, sir. Well, you know, every, every show is only about 12 minutes or so. So I usually do about two songs. One of them is always Weaver Las Vegas. So I like to go out on. And the other and I'll try and talk with the audience a little bit, you know, answer some questions that they might have about my personal life. And uh, that's about it. So five, six times a day do that. Wow. Wow. Uh, also, with working so much, uh, what do you do for fun? Well, you know, I mean, I, I ain't above sitting down at a at a blackjack table, um, you know, playing a couple of hands of blackjack. They got the they got the the dollar tables over here, Polygon Casino. Uh, I also go visit with my daughter, uh, little Lisa Marie. I think you probably, you guys probably remember her. I had the biggest crush on Lisa Marie Presley. <laughs> I, I still have the biggest dad. crush on her. She is a gorgeous. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, she's married to that one fella, um, uh, Mickey Jagger. Michael Jackson, yeah, Michael Jackson, the king of pop. There's like how you were Michael. the king of rock and roll, he was the king of pop. Like, people were saying, if you, God, I don't know how do we say this, uh, if, if you had been there at the wedding, I mean, just you and Michael Jackson under the same roof, oh my god, the, the public would have lost their minds. Well, there's, there's something you didn't see, there's a uh... I was, out, I, was just, I, was, I was hanging in the back. I was watching. I mean, I had to be there for my little girl's wedding day. She looked so beautiful in a, a white gown. And Michael Jagger, he was, he looked real debon. He looked, he looked real chivalrous, you know, wearing that suit of his. And he, I just, it was such a, such an amazing day. And, you know, I, I, I didn't want it to be known that I was there. I didn't want to take attention with my daughter's big day. And, you know, I mean, they just looked so wonderful up there together. Those two kids just showing love. And, you know, my, my little girl and her in her wedding watch and Mickey Jagger and that rhinestone glove of his that he'd wear. And I just don't think any anything would ever top that, you know. It was just such a wonderful thing to see. But when I'm not doing that, you know, I like to hang around. Uh, you know, I really just hang around here mostly. You know, we got a room up here at the Pot of Gold, and Johnny puts me up, and sometimes I'll, you know, I'll go walking around, and uh, I just I'll hang around, maybe go to, you know, go to find a nice place out and play my guitar. So, wow. wow. Um, I I don't think we can even ask. I mean, this is amazing, and to think that you were at your daughter and Michael Jackson's wedding, and, and that you're still, I mean, King. I mean, I call you Mr. Presley King. I don't whatever. I, people aren't like every most people think you're not with us anymore. That you, yeah, you went to the. Other, you know the other side yeah yes, yeah rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated boy wow so i mean is there anything like i mean king like i mean you could be performing anywhere in the world i mean any place you would i guarantee if you came out right now and you went to the oh, general yeah. public and said hey guys i'm still here you could play 
anywhere you want for any amount of days and everything would be sold out. And I mean, we're talking the biggest arenas in the world. They'd have to build arenas, new arenas, big enough to hold the amount of people that would come see you. Why the pot of gold casino? Well, think about the head board. You know, John, John Schwab, you know, he's been real now. He's been real nice to me. And, you know, I, when I, when I, you know, when I kind of decide I want to take a step back from the limelight, uh, you know, Johnny was one of my old friends from when I used to, you know, I used to play a lot of shows here in Vegas. I don't know if you boys know that. And uh, if you guys ever heard that song, Viva Las Vegas. And Johnny, like, he, he gave me an opportunity to say, you know, I'll give you a chance to play in front of some smaller rooms and something a little bit more intimate. And uh, play, you know, to kind of get back and you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be the king of rock and roll no more. You don't have to be out there in the spotlight. You can kind of take a step back and just be, be more about the music again. And uh, he gave me the chance again. I do six shows a day, you know, two songs. You know, one of them, the last one's always Viva Las Vegas. So I kind of get to play with my set list a little bit. I play what I want to play, play what I feel like playing, which is why I started to play music in the first place. And the other thing about it is, I mean, the accommodations are just across the board, just absolute five-star and, you know, the chefs. And one thing I love about this place is chefs never, never too busy to make Make old Elvis a uh, peanut butter and banana sandwich. Oh my God, that's Elvis. That's his favorite <laughs> treat. Wow. So, oh my God, I can't believe it. Elvis, thank you. And my mom will kill me if I don't bring this up. My mom loves you. Oh if you're ever looking to get remarried, I'll get you in touch with my mom. She has loved you since she was a little girl. Um, and she would kill me if I didn't say something. <laughs> now that I now that I'm actually sitting face to face with you, King. She's one of your biggest fans. At least think about it, King. (laughs) So I, I mean, I guess. Wow, with I mean, nothing's gonna top. Nothing will top this. Elvis, so Elvis, can you play us out, please? Uh, Your song you're choosing, maybe one of maybe one of your lesser hits. Oh yeah, so so, one of you guys might know. Like I was mentioning before, the song I always like to go out on here at the Potagol Casino. It's a little number called "Viva Las Vegas." Uh, we're gonna put all the stops for this one, folks. So please welcome to the stage my beautiful backup singer and the most talented band in all of Las Vegas. Bright City is gonna set my show, gonna set my show on fire. Got a whole lot of hill as well as a mountain. Get those stakes up high. And there's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living devil to care And I'm just the devil of despair Come on, let me hear it now Viva Las Vegas Come on, Morris, show me on this one Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Good night, everybody We'll see you again in about a half an hour Thank you for attending the JNO Experience Vegas style. Please make sure to reach out via social media on Twitter, Instagram, and email. The JNO boys, the great Lars, Lars Foscalo, and Elvis Presley will be signing autographs in the buffet cafeteria from 2.15 p.m. to 3.45 p.m. Tip your waitresses, folks. 